That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's the big giveaway. Gather around your devices and listen to Vintage Burn. Yes, it's the big giveaway. Gather around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to Vintage Burn. I'm Kev. Marco. And, <laughs> and Doug. I'm fumbling my hat here. Oh, man. All right. All right, so it's the month of February, and what better movies to cover than My Bloody Valentine, or maybe not cover. (laughs) It's regrettable. Define cover, you know. (laughs) My Bloody Valentine, the original from 1981, and we're also covering the 2009... Dawson's Creek remake. <laughs> That's a good way to put it, actually. Uh, I try to figure out, man, but uh, I'll get to that later. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. So, yeah, we're going to cover these two movies for the Valentine holiday for all you lovers out there. Uh, quick synopsis of the 1981 original, My Bloody Valentine, eh? Uh, it's Valentine's Day, and it's coming around the corner. There are young people of the small mining town of Valentine's Bluffs, and they're organizing a party. It's a Valentine's dance. A few decades earlier, an explosion at the mine trapped six miners underground. One, Harry Warden, survived. Though in a deranged state, Warden is sent to a mental hospital, but escapes and murders those he deems responsible for the mine accident. Now people are being brutally murdered again. They like to say words like, A... And they drink a lot of moose head. And there's even some blacked out teeth. (laughs) And the townsfolk suspect that this is the work of Harry Warden. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) Yeah, so... um, It's funny because... You know, like, I, I buy a lot of clothes. Uh, we're not getting sponsored by these guys, but I buy a lot of clothes from uh, this horror collection line, um, Fright Rags, and there's a couple others. I like, um, uh, there's the, oh, I'm drawing a blank on the threads. There's Fright Rags, Terror Threads, that's what it is, Terror Threads. And, um, you know, these guys have My Bloody Valentine stuff. I've always seen it, so before I even saw uh, the movies, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be pretty cool. It's going to be somewhat original it's early 80s so it was out around the time you know right after everyone was trying to do their carpenter spin and um yeah it was a canadian flick so i'm like all right let's give it a shot it's got to be decent boy was i fucking wrong i i don't know about you guys but i i couldn't get into it from the intro of the movie that was extremely perplexing with uh the the girl in in the mine with which I didn't understand either. We, I don't know if that was supposed to be Harry Warden or... Yeah, can we just, talk about this Right, that, that part perplexed me too, because I have no idea. <laughs> I have no we could idea! Do, we could do an hour podcast on that, like, scene. one minute yeah. scene alone. Yeah. So it, it opens up, and you see these uh, 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 two miners, essentially, two, two, two people, two figures in minor outfits, kind of running down the mine all very flirtatious, and then all of a sudden one undresses, and it's a, a female with a... 
um, a white top. A voluptuous rack. A voluptuous rack, <laughs> which gave me so much hope for this movie in the movie department. But <laughs> me too. all right, so yeah, and then all of a sudden they're getting hot and heavy. Oops. He's breathing. He's he's breathing heavy in his uh, mining mask, and she's stroking like the um, the the, the airpiece, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden she takes her kind of mining yeah. suit off, and he sees this heart tattoo, and all of a sudden. It just he, the tone changes and he, he can he freaks out and essentially picks yeah, her up. Yeah, and, and at that point, I'm I'm already confused by the heart tattoo and also why he's still in his mining gear. And then she goes to take it off, and then it gets even worse when he goes in his terrible Canadian accent. No, <laughs> I don't know if that was supposed to be a no, no but it was definitely no. so no. And it has nothing. It really... And shakes his head. By the way, wearing this fucking ridiculous mining mask. And it goes into the movie, oh. and it really adds. It doesn't tell you anything, or it, it's almost like just like an opening. It literally adds no substance. There's like, no, no. There's nothing. It has you, nothing to do with the movie because you, you don't know who it is. Is yeah. it Harry Warden? And we'll get into it in, in, it, in a minute. It, but there's there's like two killers or whatever. It's but. never really explained either. Yeah, no, it's not. No, and that's the thing that, that no one finds me. her. Yeah. Um. They don't explain who who it was. It's like a no flashback. Like that's what. Then we cut to these this pointless uh, gathering of. Local yokels that work in the mine. Uh, there's a there's a dance that they're trying to put together after so many years. The teenagers are trying to rebel against exactly. They're trying to rebel against society and they're trying to go against the norms of their current society and blah blah blah. And they're gonna have this dance and they're very nonchalant about it. They joke around. They don't take it seriously. But everybody's kind of on board, though. Yeah, they're on board. The young kids are really on board, and a few of the elders, but a lot of the, like, the asshole, no, I don't say the asshole, but the, the bartender. bartender. Yeah. Yeah. The bartender is one of the which, best parts in the movie. Which is very, I, okay, this this came out, what, a year after Friday the 13th? A year after. He does yeah. remind me of the guy in Friday the 13th that's telling him, don't go down to Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, and you know, it's very. You're going to Camp Blood, aren't you? Camp Blood, that's a thing. <laughs> but that's that's very. That guy to me is very reminiscent of that. And I mean, it came out a year later, so I could see where that it's, influence it, would be. It's funny if you oh, actually take totally. the two. There's actually a few Friday the Thirteenth. Absolutely. Kind of, um, oh no, yeah, I noticed a couple. I mean, I, I didn't write them all down, but I noticed a couple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you got them. All. And by the way, <laughs> we normally will give you one or two cast members that have gone somewhere yeah, in their nobody. career. There's nobody. Um, there is one. Really? We never really went anywhere, but. Uh, Neil Affleck, Affleck. Is he Affleck. like related to Ben in any way? I don't believe so. <laughs> that would explain the stupidity. I, would, but, I can see. That um, so I believe he played Axel, but he went on to be an animator for The Simpsons, Family Guy. Oh, okay. The Axel. Critic and Rocco. Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Life. Yeah. All right. Which are all staples. And The Simpsons, it was like the earlier episodes. It was like 1989 to like two thousand uh, 1995. So it was like good, the good years. Mm-hmm. All right, he's cool again then. And then he was in Scanners. I don't know if you guys remember Scanners. I remember Scanners. He was in a small yeah. part in Scanners, but besides that, there's really nobody else in this movie yeah, that shows up. Yeah, there's not much out. going on. Yeah, it was, it's, they're, they're a bunch of unknown Canadian actors that are trying to make it big. Even the director. Apparently the original uh, faced notable censorship. Oh, yes. Yeah. Having a total of nine minutes cut by the Motion Picture Association of America due to the amount of violence and gore. Though co-producer uh, Dunning confirmed that the excised footage still exists, that's it does. Great. See, me and uh, me and Doug are under the impression that we saw the one with the revamped footage in, in two thousand nine. And I'm not sure which one you saw. Supposedly in two thousand nine, I think right around the time of the remake, uh, they came out. 
Um, the version that you watched, did it have like very clean scenes and all of a sudden these like dark, gritty scenes for the murder and then to go back to clean scenes? Did you experience anything like that? Like light changing, stuff like that. Yeah, it was just darker, like, light changing, grittier. Like... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to put this movie out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I can. So it's, I... As far as the new diversions goes, I'm sure you would you'd be like, what the hell did I just watch? There yeah, wasn't any good... For was... Slasher, there was only good kills. Like, So you probably watched the newer version, I would imagine. I would imagine the new version's kind of been weeded out. It's possible. I mean, well, it was Where on, did you watch it? It was, it was on iTunes. So I rented it from my... So they probably have the newer... They just added that, too. They didn't have My Bloody Valentine for a long time. Probably well, they probably had it because it's February. They had the remake. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, I was looking for this original for a while. I mean, that's the thing is, I really went into this. This is a cult classic, and um, I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler for you, Doug, but I think you said Quentin Tarantino. That was me, but yeah. That was, that you? was Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read that Quentin It's his favorite horror movie, yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. He's like one of my favorite... So, Producers, but, I, but 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 there's a whole thing uh, that I was reading. Also, it's like a cult classic with a lot of people. A lot of people actually like the movie. It's a so bad that it's good, but uh, to an extent, I mean, like I I actually like you know I know we didn't get around to it, but I, I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was like the worst thing I've ever seen. Now would I watch it again? Probably not. But, yeah, see, what? I, but I was gonna say, why don't I have one more couple little facts? Now why don't we just go around and give our personal? Because it seems like we're all yeah, conflicted we, on this. So and that's what's great. And about I, this. I think I already did. I just I did not. I yeah, didn't Kevin. Like it. Obviously, it, and that was my the hard part was I love. There are some really good movies that are terrible. We'll call, that are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. They're so I watched bad. number two and suck my dick at the same time. They're so bad. They're good. Wolf Cop. No, it, <laughs> but that, but, but it's so bad, it's good. You're like, this is yeah, over the it's top. Entertaining it's entertaining as all hell, you know. But it's entertaining. But that's because it had the comedic aspect in the Wolf right. Cops. This here is just like you're just like, oh, oh dude, my. it's brutal. Because well, like, you're a huge oh, slasher. Halloween. Halloween's one of your favorite horror movies. Yeah. And that's so why to I was see something come out a few years later, like the Canadian kind of version, different holiday, different yeah. country. And I can see why. Yeah. But, and bl- Valentine's Day is really hard to go off of for a theme. Around the movie, I mean, Halloween's Halloween, you know. It's it's filled with you know mystery and and all in in terror and horror and everything. I mean, Valentine's Day is like Valentine's gonna, gonna be take... horrifying. <laughs> You're just gonna <laughs> date the right girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why a lot of people gave the new remake a lot of shit because it was like a, a slasher remake with a little bit of Valentine's Day thrown in. Versus this one, where it was kind of like based around like the dance. A little and bit 20 of Dawson's years. Creek sprinkled into that. It was terrible, man. But anyway, what, what did you think of My Bloody Valentine? What did you think? Well, one thing, for instance, we're kind of, we had kind of touched on this. Um, so to get an R rating, they had to cut apparently nine minutes from it. Right. Um, to appease the, was it the M, MMCCA? What is it? The, um, uh, the go, the go, it was the Canadian, the go whatever. Fuck but, no, gore. <laughs> but it was, it was the Canadian one. It wasn't uh, even the no, American. The, no, it was the American one, too. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Um. So they had to cut the, the nine minutes. No. Um, so the uh, M- MPAA. No. That's going to be the new thing. No. The um, Motion Picture Association of America. Um, they, they, so a year earlier, um, the first Friday the 13th came out. And it got a lot of slack, a lot of shit for being extra bloody and gory. Yep. So then a year later, to get this, not the X rating, but the R rating... They kind of give them the same deal. You got to kind of trim some of this shit, which they ended up doing. And uh, the director uh, of the original, I'm going to butcher his name, but Michalak. How do you pronounce that fucking name? That is George Mihelka. Mihelka, sure. 
So he, he thinks that it has a lot to do with right around that same time John Lennon was recently murdered. Hmm. So that he felt that they had to tone down the movie as well because of John Lennon's recent murder. So there was a few kind of things that played into the, um, the downgrading of the violence in this one. What the fuck does that have to do with Valentine's Day? Right, I agree. And what does that have to do with horror? I mean, I, I understand the country was whatever. They were shocked from John Lennon's death. Just we, movies hey, in general. Hey, like, we do it now. Look, we do it now. Uh, that movie that I that I love with uh, Nicolas Cage. Mandy? Ma- no, not Mandy. Mom, uh, and, Mom, Dad. Mom, Mom and Dad. Dad. Because of all of the gun violence, like one of the school shootings, they... they Quickly canned it from movie theaters, so a lot of people are like, never fucking Dude, heard of it. It's That's on Hulu. Great by the way. movie. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, I gotta check it out. It's Highly on Hulu. recommend. Well, have you never, you've never seen I it. I haven't seen it yet. No, oh, but I it's on my list. Like, I put it on my uh, yeah, to watch list. It's so good. Especially Nick Cage wearing a misfit shirt. Wearing the misfit shirt, going crazy out in the basement. It's I'm great. not sure if it's... I'll make it home tonight, but if I do, I'll pop that on. Are you yeah. planning on dying? No, I mean I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna make it home tonight. Planning on dying? You know how it is. We drink some beers, but we're recording the podcast. You don't know how deep this gets. Oh my god, I might be. Sleep on a chaise lounge tonight. Chaise Shay- lounge. <laughs> the right, I'm going to wake up seeing him ass naked on the chaise lounge now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so your thoughts, man. All right. So or do you got more facts? What do you got? No, that, that's it for right now. Okay. I just figured since we touching that, I don't want to double back. Like, no, well, your right. thoughts on the movie, man. What do you got? What do you think? You know, no. It, it, no. Um, it's kind of, it was almost love-hated. At first, I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. I saw that opening scene with the... The naked minor chick with the booby tattoo, and I'm like, this is gonna be good. And then it kinda, it just kinda dragged. Um, I mean, a lot of like the, the, yes. the scenes, the, the, the filming itself is kind of off. I mean, there was, um, I, I kinda liked the story. It was kind of far fetched, but that's every movie. <laughs> I, I think you're right. The Harry, the Harry Warden story, the, the whole revenge of the minor on the town that didn't, um, that didn't help them or that caused this. Uh, I get that. They really could have done a good job with that. I mean, I, I think the story could have been, yeah, been a little bit more complex. Yep. But, yep. I mean, it, it, for what it is, it's, you know, it was the 80s slash. This was a, kind of an early slasher if you think about it. Um, I, 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 I don't know. It was, I liked it. I liked it and then I hated it and I liked it again and then I, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen it, and I'm thinking back. I'm like, you know what? There was a few things I liked. There was that relationship. There was the love triangle, which kind of added like this um, kind of aspect to it, you know. Okay. And then kind of gave it that like, oh, you know, is it really Harry Warren? Is it this TJ guy? Is it Axel guy? Is it some is it the guy with the cool mustache, whatever his name was. Oh jeez. That was a very fancy mustache. You, you gotta admit <laughs> that. Um, oh. But anyway, so it. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie I, it was kind of love hate at first and now that I've kind of stepped back and let it s- sink in a little bit yeah that was my, that was my foot <laughs> oh yeah right um, I, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna say I liked it okay. I, would, I would watch it again the original I would watch it again well you would I would watch it again I actually I watched it twice I, I don't remember really I, was, I don't Did remember seeing do it? it back in the day this one of the few that I don't remember seeing back in the day um in the Originally, it was called The Secret, but that's no fun. The Secret? Because they had, so they, you know, it's like well, just a like Halloween. I'm so glad they changed that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know. The sequel to The Secret Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Harry yeah. Warden. They, they tried doing the Halloween gimmick, just the Canadian version. Right. Canadian I mean, like Halloween did the same thing. And goofy. <laughs> it's like, we're, we're going to take this this Halloween, uh, hey? Sorry to all Canadians. Uh, by the way, uh, yeah. two-thirds of Vintage Burn 
have Canadian blood, so yeah, we can say what we want about Canadians. <laughs> yeah, and if, if you're afraid of Canadians, it's just avoid them. We, we love you, eh? Yeah, yeah. No? You're my best friend, no? Throw me down the stairs my shoes. Throw <laughs> me down the stairs my me shoes. Me and Kevin are sitting, Mark, me and Kevin are sitting side by each. Side by each. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, um, I, I think they kind of tried taking the formula of holiday, slasher, kind of, and running with it. But yeah. once again, I mean, the score music you know just like ha- Halloween just I, Dukes I, I, of Hazard Dukes of Hazard okay, Dukes of Hazard music oh, the beginning's like I fucking hated that the Dukes of Hazard music or just in general no my bloody valentine yeah yeah alright so alright let's let's. thought the music was awful too I'm like oh come on what is this alright can we can we just talk about one thing the uh the ballad of Harry Warden tell me you guys don't you know even you being a fucking Canuck Dude, Gordon Lightfoot, like the uh, the Rebecca Edmonds Fitzgerald, tell me it doesn't just give you that vibe, that just good, like you you want to hum it for three days after you hear it. You haven't listened to it, yeah, have you? Yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah. listened to it, have, have you? Yes. Right. I saw. It. I kind of remember it. I can. I kind of see that. It's yeah, a I great song, that. actually. That's the best part of the movie, besides the asshole bartender. I think so, he likes this movie a lot more than he's even saying. I'm so <laughs> my my thoughts on uh, Moosehead presents My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little later. But um, I, you know, at the beginning, I hated it. Uh, we talked about the scene already with the uh, you know, the the weird flirtatious two people in the suits. One gets naked and then one gets killed. Blew a good opportunity at nudity there. Hated it right there. One strike against it. Uh, but I did like some of the stuff. I liked some of the murders where it went. Uh, I thought some of the stuff was done really well. Um, as far as like the gore and stuff goes. So I was okay with okay. that. But yeah. the story was totally... You know, you guys already said it. It was just... It was confusing. Uh, who the hell was the guy at the beginning? Uh, the love triangle was just dumb. Because they both had chicks. <laughs> Why do you complain? Why do you guys chasing each other's chicks? Well, they all wanted that one girl. Yeah. I mean, she was a little more attractive. I get it. But come on, man. Why did did who was the one that came back? Was that TJ? Yeah, yeah it was TJ. TJ. Did yeah. TJ have a girlfriend when he came back? They both had chicks with him. They both had girls. Axel, you have my girl. <laughs> <laughs> he said a more German. I think they like they got this like German dude to come in and play Axel because he did not have a Canadian accent. And he definitely wasn't like in his early twenties. <laughs> okay. And by the way, Doug just cracked a moose head, but it's all good. I bought yeah. some for the occasion. Oh yeah. my god! Oh um, my land! It's like it a fucking skunk. It smells like horse piss. But oh I, wow, that is skunky as fuck. But I did enjoy uh, some of the parts of the movie. I liked, uh, like I said, the murders were good, but the storyline just had me totally lost. You know what? I hate to say it, man, but Canadian beers, like if I had to talk about shit beer, like just lager, American lager versus. Moosehead's way better than fucking Bud Light. No, nah, man, Moosehead's not bad. We used to actually, I was telling Doug Can- earlier. Canadian lagers are better than American lagers. Kevin, yeah. definitely. I'm sorry, but it's a good beer. <laughs> that but was there, good. Was, there was a place I used to play flag football, uh, and every day right across the street, there was, there was a restaurant <laughs> that uh, would have dollar Mooseheads, so we'd go over there after the game and get drunk off of Mooseheads. It was Moosehead. fantastic. Labatt. But anyway, the movie sucked overall. <laughs> I would not watch it again. I didn't hate it, though. I didn't hate it, but I would definitely give it a thumbs down. I didn't think it was as bad as Kevin thought. I didn't think it was good as, as Doug thought. I'm kind of in the middle of them. I'm convinced Doug loves this movie. Yeah, he no. may. He may. He may. <clears throat> if there were, if it dragged a little bit less and there's a little bit more promiscuous teenage action that we like in our slashers in America, eh? You so mean like, like mid-20 to late-30s uh, action. So like the 2009 <laughs> remake. Which we'll get to in a few minutes. Uh, yeah. But 
You know, the, like some of the stuff I did, like I like the body coming out of dry. I thought that looked really good. I thought that, uh, you know, you know, aesthetically it looked good. Like that wasn't, the a, bad, that wasn't a bad scene. Uh, so that, whatever happened to her, I don't know. M- Mabel, Mabel. So th- th- she's not going to be in the sequel. <laughs> she didn't make the cut. She didn't make the cut. <laughs> so that's all right. That's one thing. So you got the sheriff. There's this kind of underlining thing. You have Mabel, the one that's putting on the dance after 20 years. And she ends up getting brutally murdered and stuffed in a washing or dryer or whatever it was. Yeah. And then uh, about, you know, later in the movie, you get, the sheriff gets this valentine thing. It's going to be another bloody heart, like has been going on throughout the movie. But it's actually full of chocolate with a lovely note from Mabel. So now the sheriff has, yeah. instead of just a disposable sheriff, there's actually a sheriff that gives a fuck. And has a reason to, to be tracking down and investigating these murders. So that adds like another little kind of aspect. There's a lot of little stuff that... Uh... So, speaking of, you're, you're talking about, you said Mabel, right? Is her name? Was it Mabel? Mabel's the one that was killed in so the, the, the Mabel washer. Mabel in the, in the washer, dryer, whichever machine it was, um, in the laundromat. Dryer. 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 So with that said, is this the first horror movie that has a killer stuff a body in a dryer? As far as I know, yeah. I, can't I mean, think I, of... I never thought, I, I don't know if I've ever even seen that before. I'm sure it has happened. Well, because I'm just thinking about, you know, modern movies we grew up with into in the 2000s. And, you know, like, I mean, I've seen that scene in a bunch of movies, right? Yeah, that, I would say it's probably one of the first. For me, I would think of, you know, like, um, I think it was I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Where they have, you know, the body, they got the, uh, um, the cleaning lady is, they stuff her body in, in a washer dryer. So I was just thinking about like modern movies. I'm like, oh, I've always thought that was a cool scene. Like, okay, the dryer washer's making really loud sounds. Oh, I you wonder if there's going to be, you know, so I'm wondering if that maybe, maybe this is something that, uh, was originated with My Bloody Valentine. I don't know. Cause I can't think of anything else that's super original. I can't think of anything either. But, I mean, unless there's some super obscure early. The whole mining bit, too. I think that's pretty original. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if any movies dating back beyond My Bloody Valentine have the whole, um, you know, Revenge of the Miner, Dead Miner type thing. I don't think there's any other miner type. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're out there. There's well, so maybe, many, like, well, under, least, underground movies. At least like, back then, anyway. Never seen the light of day, you know? Well, it makes you think of, like, Spooky World. How many times have you gone to a Spooky World, like, Spooky World, the, even the old, old Spooky Worlds, like, or Candy Lakes or something? They have the miners they, ride. They've got the miners yeah. ride. Or the, and I'm, yeah. I'm thinking, who the fuck in their mind is thinking of, I'm going to have a scary ride of miners? It's probably because of people who have been... Fans of my bloody Valentine were like, "Oh, I'm gonna incorporate a mine scene." I'm just thinking, I hmm. uh, what? I mean, what did you watch? Fucking Snow White as a kid? And you're like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm thinking of the Seven Dwarfs. Definitely gonna have a scary mine ride." I think more porn of Seven Dwarfs. You know, one chick, seven dudes, or how many dwarfs there were. You know, versus horror. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so yeah. confused. You heard me. I heard you. I just don't understand. Snow White right, so porn versus horror. I, I think we know where we stand with the, uh, the original 1981. So I that, do want to talk about a couple of things, though, from 1981, though. Okay, yeah. I do. Yeah, I want to, I want to like out. I said, I, I, I mentioned it briefly that, like, I thought some of the murders were really good. Like, the pickaxe through the chin, it came out the eyeball. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I thought that was awesome. It looked great. Like, that's what the, the one thing I, I give credit to this movie. I thought the effects, and you know me. Going back to even you the Thing me. episode, I'm really into like the practical effects. I yeah. love practical effects. Yeah. And to me, I think it had some really good ones. Now, it had some like murders that ha- I don't understand how they happened. Like, 
the two, uh, I think it's Mike and Harriet, maybe. They snuck off to go have sex in the mine or whatever, and they just show up and they're dead. You know, like, how do they die? It doesn't show that. Had the showerhead scene. The showerhead scene was good. Yeah, man. Because I mean, it, it went on for, what, three or so minutes? Yeah, yeah. From when it, there was a little suspense to it and everything. Yeah, but it, go on, man. You got it. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. You... I know. So anyway, it goes on, and uh, you know this guy, and uh, he brings this girl down to the shower area of the mine, which I didn't know happened, but I guess it does. And shower area, <laughs> yeah, so that's very, very, so very locker room. She's like, "Oh, do, do we have any beer?" So he's like, "I'm gonna go up and grab some beer." And in the meantime, all these like mining suits are coming down on her. Remember, like she's walking around, yeah, and she hears some noise, and then the mining suits are coming down, and then the guy pops out. He picks her up by the head, and he the shower head's like kind of pointy, and he puts her head, the back of her head, through it. Yeah, it's like a shower head spigot. Right. Yeah. Thing. So when the guy comes back, he's looking for you, and he's like, "Oh, she's in the shower. He thinks yeah. he's gonna get laid. He thinks he's he's got it all shower set, sex. you know." And uh, he walks in, he sees her, he drops the beer, and he sees her, and, and it shows her, you know, hanging on the shower head with the water coming out of the middle of her mouth. Yeah, that which was, I thought was spectacular. <clears throat> like some of the stuff they did in the movie, at the, in that part, is what saved it for me. Uh, the rest of it, like I said, story wise, I think Kevin's with me on it. Man, <laughs> it, it was horrendous. I think that's just where I w- once there was no storyline. That just might be my thing. Like I can tell, yeah. like, if I can't start, follow a good story, the only I'm thing I'm done. thankful for was it was relatively short. It was only an hour and thirty minutes. Right. That's true. So it wasn't too too bad. The part Margo was just referencing it reminds me of the ghost Bob in Halloween. Yes. We're like, hey, I'm gonna go get beer, and then he comes back yeah. with beer, and like, yeah, it's it's a little bit kind of rover, so yep. it's that same like, yep. hey, it's like it, if you're in that point, if that was an actual teenage encounter, it's like they're not gonna care about more beer; they're just gonna go right to it, or yeah, you know, I, I, but it just adds that suspense factor. That's what it was. It was adding the suspense. <clears throat> and Moosehead uh, was established in 1867, by the way. Oh, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so one of the weaker murders in the first one was the the, the hot dog boiling in the back room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to, I have to give him credit for the hot dog cam. The hot dog, like from the view within the pot of the guy's face coming in and getting like boiled. I I, I thought that was kind of yeah. Crazy. You see the part that, uh, that it cracked me up at least. It was I, more like it was like that's one of those. It's right. so bad it's good. Cam. I found hilarious was it was like the water's cold, and you could tell it's cold. Like there's like. Like, you can tell when he, his face goes in it, but then uh, he gets stuffed in the fridge. And so these girls go in there, and then all of a sudden they find a heart in there. Remember the heart that's cooking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the heart cooked, and like, what's this? They think it's a joke. And then, but then you see the water. It's like really like smoking and yeah. stuff. Like, that's <laughs> how it should have looked when he went in the water. I mean, even Halloween 2 when he does the, uh, oh, the, the hot, the hot tub, tub scene. The at least, you know, obviously yeah, at least it's not reading off, but they make it look like it's hot. Like their skin peeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does show him uh, when they find him in the fridge, his skin is messed up. Yeah. But so, but obviously when he goes in, it's just not. Yeah, it's, it's not, not there. Yeah. It's it just kind of like. That wasn't in the effects budget. Yeah, I guess not. I guess not. They didn't not. have the money for that scene. So two small things before we move on. Um, one. There was one scene where, I forget who it was, but somebody was trying to trick the kids into thinking there was a murderous minor, and he sets up a dummy. Who who was that? That wasn't the bartender, was it? Do you guys remember that part? Oh, that he, was... I See, I don't know who that was, but I remember, he, yeah, and, he, and then he when you up, open the door, the, the pickaxe comes down. Yeah, like he set up a murder costume, yeah. like in a dummy, so when they came out, like it would come down and scare him, but then he actually ended up getting murdered by mm-hmm. the miner. Because the guy pops out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I I just thought that was kind of... It made me crack up, and that's one of those... It did like, make me it's laugh not a supposed bit. to. <laughs> it's not supposed to be funny, 
But it is. I think it was supposed to be funny, actually. I, okay, so sometimes, so sometimes yeah. it's See, I mean, the one thing is, if if these people thought, all right, and I'm sorry, Canadians, if these people it's thought okay. that this movie was like supposed to be like serious, it came off as hilarious to me. Just the way they talked, the way they acted, everything about it. And don't get me wrong, I know they're Canadian. There's no We're sorry, Marco. Okay, we sorry. But but it just it was just so Canadian. It was just <laughs> the funniest thing in the world to me. They are funny right. to me, man. Land Canada, dude. South Park Land movie Canada. rules. You know, can, they got it right. Canada does everything. They take it and do it a little bit goofier and funnier and light, more lighthearted. That's what I like about us. Sorry yeah. to all my Canadian friends in Niagara. Yeah, you know who you are. So you know who you are. So so one last thing, I guess. Is they, that why? Is that why we didn't go to the horror con? <laughs> Maybe. I don't they, know. We'll, so so supposedly they chose this mine in like Nova Scotia, hey. Um, and they they heard that they're gonna be filming this movie here. So they're like, oh, they're gonna be filming this movie. We're gonna spend fifty k to clean up the mine and make it look oh no shit restore it. And the reason they chose the mine because it was dumpy and horror esque. You know, it was a little dark labyrinth for these kids yeah, to go in and yeah. get murdered in this perfect slasher film. So location for stage. What thing, happened yeah. was the creators of the movie, the producers and shit, had to spend another 75k to restore the mind to the shitty condition. Oh, God. So this town thought, like, hey, we're, you know, oh, let's, you know, let's make this place look good, and and they spent all this money, and then it's the producer came, and they're like, what the fuck happened? And they had to spend almost double plus half. Like, or you guys did plus half. You guys did such a great job cleaning this up. What the fuck? Yeah, what, yeah, half. That's funny. I didn't, I didn't so even see that. That That's was funny. a, um, and that might be fake, I don't it could be. Could be. <laughs> Did you just make that up, really? <laughs> no, I'm not that clever. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm not that clever, eh? Uh, Alright, on to 2009's remake. It uh, goes a little something like this. Tom returns to his hometown on the 10th anniversary of Valentine's Night Massacre that claimed the lives of 22 people. Instead of a homecoming, Tom finds himself suspected of committing murder. And it seems like his old flame is the only one that believes he's innocent. Tom, played by... Tom uh, Atkins? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I know Tom Atkins is in the movie, Tom but he's Atkins the cop. is definitely in it. Yeah, he's the cop. He plays right. a sexy show. One of our favorites. Dr. Love, baby. Uh, Dr. Dr. Love. Love. No, uh, Tom is played by my wife's secret uh, husband crush there. She's gonna, she'd be mad at me for butchering his name. Tom Jensen. Gen- Jensen Eccles. Yeah, <laughs> Jensen Ackles. Yes, so he's from Supernatural. We should all. I love Supernatural. So, it's, a lot of people know from Smallville too. I don't remember Smallville. I don't, but I, dude. I mean, I still watch Supernatural. I'm, I'm ready for the next season. It's it's such a good Wait, show. Side note: is, is is that the one where he's like a detective, but he can like see shit? No, and, no, no. no. Him, and his, him and his brother are. Um, they they basically hunt all sorts of forms of entities like. Ghosts, demons, okay, so angels, <laughs> fucking, it's it's definitely it's just related to the supernatural. But they're they're basically like the new age Scooby Doo, except they don't have a van. They have like a nineteen sixties like uh, Chevelle or something, and they're badass and country boys. And that's one thing I was gonna bring about the last movie. And extremely attractive, you know. It's just well, that just happens. Yeah, you know, it just happens. <laughs> I just wanted to bring up WB Axel's ascot from the last movie. Oh fucking Christ. <laughs> I know they're Canadian and they're supposed to be French. He loves this guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I I can't go to these guys and tell them how much I... Especially since I tried to spoil it for you. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I... I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry that I'm making us... And keep in mind, I didn't completely hate it. I just didn't think it was good. (laughs) 
Well, yeah. sorry. There's a, a difference, by the way. There it's is. a boot time. It's, it's a boot. boot time. It's a boot goddamn time. Boot goddamn time. I'm sorry. I'm fucking sorry. Uh, so yeah, uh, getting on to the remake, and this one's called My Bloody Valentine 3D. 3D. And they have a lot yeah. of 3D effects in it. When so, you watch it with 3D yeah, effects, kind of it is it is not Canadian. It's an American yes. slasher film directed by Patrick Lussier, uh, starring Mr. Jensen Eccles, like we said, Jamie King. Not sure who Jamie King is. Uh, Betsy Rue and Kerr Smith. Kerr Smith is all the Dawson's Creek references I made. I'm pretty sure that's where he came from. If I look him up, it's probably Axel. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's pretty much all he's done. It's a reboot yeah. of the original. Um, with, with some twists. And focuses on residents in a small mining town that are plagued by a serial killer on Valentine's Day. And uh, supporting performances from Mr. Tom Atkins, the legend, Mr. Dr. Love, who is the sheriff, right? Halloween mm-hmm. 3, bitches. And Kevin Teague. I don't, I don't know who Kev Teague is either. I'd have to look at him really quick. Um... Yeah, oh, no idea. shit. Kev Teague. Uh, he was in fucking... Um, he was in Halloween, too. Kev T- Kevin Halloween Teague. also or Halloween Yeah, I think two. he meant Halloween also. He was also in Halloween. In the first I'm pretty Halloween? sure. I could be wrong. I could be making that I'm up surprised right I missed him. He looks... What? <laughs> just to say. Yeah, he definitely I'm sorry, I remember. Like... <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, yeah. He's in Emergency in the 70s, 80s, after Emergency. Dude, I swear to he looks like he played... I, I, I'm, I'm wrong. I don't see him coming up at all in the 80s. So, all right, my bad. Well, yeah. Kevin Teague, whoever he is. Whoever is he is. Kevin Hashtag Teague. fake news. Fake news. You heard it here first. Fake and... <laughs> um... So you you want to? Why don't we get into reviews first, and then we'll yeah, kind of get I'll into go first. fun facts. I'll go first. All right. Movie sucked. All right. <laughs> it started uh, all right. Had a lot of murder at the beginning. I uh, had a naked scene for like fourteen minutes. Ooh. Of uh, some chick just like walking around, going all crazy. She ends up getting killed. She runs under a bed. There's a window clearly in the background. She does not jump out it. She hides under a fucking bed. When the dude comes out, it was just stupid. Okay, and then uh, eventually. Uh, they get on to the uh, love part. It becomes very, you know, you described it perfectly, Kevin. Very Dawson's Creaky. I yeah. could not hold my attention to that movie at all. Uh, I literally, it's funny. If you look at my notes, I have like a page and a half of the original movie. And I have like four lines in this one. Because I could not <laughs> pay attention. So I'm just going to say, short and sweet from me. Uh, movie was terrible. Uh, but I did like how they recreated the dryer scene, as we talked about already, yeah. which was cool. That was one of the throwbacks, for sure. And uh, one <clears> more <throat> thing I'm going to talk about. I know we're probably supposed to talk about this after, but I'm going to say, uh, with Sarah and Megan in the supermarket scene, do you guys remember the supermarket scene? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. When they run, and they run into that back office, and they're, they're throwing everything at the door. She's trying to get the girl out the window. And, like, it's going on for five fucking minutes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she gets pulled out the window. She reaches over and hits a button. It's an alarm. Dude. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? That was there was a lot of that kind I mean, of shit. Like, and that's the stuff that made me really. I'm like, I, when I watched it, I was like, oh, why am I even watching this anymore? And I'm like, I have to watch this for this podcast, <laughs> and I have to tough it out. So, I, I honestly, man, hands down, uh, could be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, literally, one of the worst <laughs> movies I've ever seen. The only saving grace, Camel is. Toe. Well, Camel Toe and that 12-minute yeah. nude scene or whatever it was. Okay. Because she was nude for a long period of time. That was good. We, Look, we hear me some out. good horror boob. Yeah, yeah, hear, me out, horror hear me out for a second. This is the first 
uh, rated R 3D movie pretty much ever. Is there a coincidence that there was a 13 minute naked lady scene in the first rated R 3D movie? That can't be the first ever. rated R 3D movie. How about uh, Jason 3? Did I, I don't actually see that it in 2009. Did anybody actually see this in the theater? No, no. no. I, was I, didn't even know it is. I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I didn't. 2009? Yeah, yeah, I was getting yeah, I had no idea. I was doing other stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, it didn't even register. It was I was doing a lot of cocaine at the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it it, it, it kind of rings a bell, but I don't think I went out of my way to for whatever reason. Nothing. All right, so two, two wieners down. Oh, yeah, man. That movie was horrid, man. I, I, I just, like I said, I don't even... I feel guilty because I could not pay enough attention to give it a proper review. I had to watch it three times. Because literally, I, I could I not say get this, through so it, man. As far as performances go, acting-wise... Oh, acting was better. I agree. The acting yeah. was better. I, 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 think, I think Jensen Ackles, he did a great job acting. Whoa. I'm not... I, I wasn't... Um, uh, Kerr Smith didn't really have me convinced, but... Uh, definitely Jensen. A uh, couple of the female actresses, I mean, for the most part, they didn't really do a great job at trying to develop the characters except for the main girl. Was, was it with Sarah. Sarah? Sarah. Yeah, Sarah. Absolutely. Uh, they did a good job with her, but I mean, I, on, I think that's the only thing for me that, that saved this movie in its entirety was fucking Jensen and uh, Sarah. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. I mean, the acting was definitely better. Um... Could that be because it's an American cast? Yeah, probably. <laughs> it does. Bigger budget, whatever. But but yeah, the, the acting in the first one was horrendous. Uh, the remake definitely was better. But the story, I thought... You know, if you thought the first one was bad, I honestly thought this one was ten times worse. Oh, oh yeah. I So, I mean, couldn't get into the first one. Only could appreciate the acting chops in the remake. And the nudity. And the nudity, but other than that, that you know, I, <laughs> this, something. Was, this was just as bad. Yeah, I think Maybe it was worse. It was just yeah. as bad. <laughs> All right. Douglas, go on. All right. So, um, 3D in general has never been my thing. Yeah. Um, if I had seen this in 3D originally, I probably would have been pissed off and just took the glasses off anyway. Um, but that's that's... You know, because yeah. I know when you watch non-3D, there's a lot of scenes where mm. a stick goes through the window and it just lingers there for five yeah, minutes, it the, seems. the pickaxe went through, like, the screen, like, 14 times, too. Yeah, like, yeah. And, and that's, um, like, the cheesy CGI, like, news story in the very beginning, um, kind of trying to explain what happened in the past. It seemed very rushed, and then it dragged out. And that was kind of my oh, deal. did it drag. <laughs> and then, you guys yeah. know I'm not... Yeah. I'm, I love I love horror movies. Thrashers, I like... I don't love. They're not I my like thrashers favorite. too. Thrash. Ooh, did I say thrashers? You said thrashers. It's all that Bobby Blitz. Doug's had one too many mooseheads. <laughs> <laughs> They're like American Roland. I mean Canadian Roland Rock. See, he can't even. Yeah. Is it Canadian Roland Rock Canadian? I oh, no, it's Roland Rock's American. Yeah, I hope is. the podcast picked up your fucking piss in the bathroom that was classic I'm like where is he going while this is happening I'm, I'm not like, editing this shit out like, I, I, Kevin's gonna review so I'm gonna pee it's good alright so that, that was my first beef in general is the 3D's and then as kind of Marco pointed out with my my beef with thrashers slashes in general like they're, they're so like Marco said the whole supermarket scene where like they're in there they they're freaking out, running around. They're in the office, getting brutally attacked. Yeah, and like all five sudden, minutes. Yeah, and then, so 
there's the, the the scene in the beginning. I don't know if you guys remember, like, in the original murders. Oh, I remember, yeah. People then, are getting killed left and right yeah, in the beginning, yeah. And the guy's just screaming, 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 and then his girlfriend gets his her head, like, chopped in two with a shovel. It's like, they, they don't do anything in these. And I know that's kind of for effect, yeah. but it drives me crazy, and that's why I like my demon. And then the three of them run behind a wall. <laughs> the guy walks by them. And that's fine. He didn't see him. They're to his right. And then when the guy comes and gets his attention, the other guy, remember? Yeah, I forget. He comes out and he starts grabbing the killer's attention like an idiot. He starts walking back and kills the guy and doesn't see them again. Yeah, I know. And then he only sees them when they run away screaming. Yeah, they see that. It's just... There's too many many loopholes. Anyway, movie sucked. What did you think? Um, Would I watch it again? Probably probably not. Absolutely not. If I had enough moose head in me, maybe, hey. I actually deleted that movie. I do <laughs> no, longer, no longer have it. All right, yeah. so do you remember the scene in the beginning when it's Sarah and, and Axel? And then Tom, who's really TJ from the first one. Right, right. Well, Tom the second one, yeah. But he shows up and she's like, are you ready to party? And I'm like, no one ever says that. Even mm-hmm. in the 90s, no one said that. I think that should affect your credit score. And you should be fucking castrated if you ever say, are mm-hmm. you ready to party? Because if you're ready to party, you're ready to party. You don't have to be asked. Oh, so you're you like asked. 15 years old. Did yeah. anybody catch any like Easter eggs or anything fun with this? There was movie? a few. Uh, the dryer scene definitely uh, threw back for the first one. Uh, there was definitely the dryer scene. Um, yeah, the, the they right. had the the suits coming down, um, like the shower scene we were talking about in the first yeah. one. Uh, uh, the smashing of the lights. There's a, yeah, a yeah. scene when he's just walking down the mine, smashing the mask going. Yeah. Um, I, I'm surprised I didn't talk about my so the the new one. The remake got a 5.5 on IMDb. That's usually what I go by, and they're not completely accurate, but they give you a good idea, I guess. But the budget was five, uh, 15 million was the budget, and I guess they opened with 21 million, total gross of 100 million. So it did okay. Well, especially for the crowd at that time, like Dawson's Creek and WB stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they pulled in the teeny bopper crowd for sure. I so think the, that's what they're. I think the target audience for the remake was they were not looking towards. The crowd that loved this, uh, the, original the original as a classic. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, wanted the, they wanted the teeny bopper crowd, so they put the right actors in to draw right. them in. They got yeah. people from shows like Dawson's Creek. Yeah. And yeah, I know Jensen, Jensen My wife loves there. it. She honestly, she's just like, I love that horror movie. And, and you said her, that was one, she's like, that was like one of the first kind of horror movies she saw. Well, that, there. and she she grew up with the Dawson's <clears throat> Creeks and, and whatever other shows that like... One Tree Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and I don't mind Jensen Eccles kind right. of taking the role, because he was trying to do that like... TV star turned movie actor, yeah. you know, and I don't know if it ever... And he hasn't done much. No, oh, no. Supernatural's on season 14, dude. Wow. So he, he he almost said, like, yeah, I'm kind of comfort... He kind of, like, branched out oh, and, like, yeah. sucked he, right. Yeah. He, him, and, him and the other dude, they're, like, so good with Supernatural. They're like, we don't fucking care about anything else. Love that show! Maybe... I remember you watched you it, like, a hundred years ago. I remember watching it back in the day when we used to come over and hang out and we would watch it upstairs. But I thought it was, like, Buffy or something. We're, like, Charmed or one of those. Could have been. <laughs> I want Buffy to come back too with Sarah Michelle Gellar. With Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah. Isn't she like too old for that role now? No, she's just more experienced. She just grew into her nose. She just grew into her. <laughs> she's she's a right. woman now. So, can we talk about Tom Atkins for a minute? She's had children. She's, she's experienced. A, she's a woman, God she is, damn it. Yeah. So, a few things. Uh, Mark will appreciate this. I guess uh, he was in the show, Tom Atkins. Called The Equalizer from 85 to 89. Yeah, I've actually heard of that show. Which, I guess, the movies were loosely based on later on. 
I, I didn't know they were loosely based on them. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like an X. Everybody here knows my love for Equalizer Part yeah. 1. Which I watched it, and I'm not... It's like um, uh, uh, your favorite Boston movie mixed with Home Alone with Denzel Washington. With kick, a great soundtrack. Kicking some serious ass. Yeah, dude. He Did you like it better than My Bloody Valentine? <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa. Thought of Doug. I don't know, Doug. <laughs> I don't know about Doug, but without a doubt for me. I'm convinced. He loves it. Well, you know, apples and oranges, you know? Um... So a couple other things about Tom Atkins. Besides um, that he's the fucking man. Yeah, alright, so another thing that I... Do, do you remember the movie Bruiser? I know we're kind of going off topic here. No, but I remember Tom Atkins in Night of the Demon. Night of the, De- Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps, yeah. yes. Which is weird because on the IMDB page, they do not give him credit on Night of the Creeps, and I don't know why. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'll have to show yeah, you. Yeah, he's uncredited. That happens all the time. Though. It's like Christopher yeah, he, Walken in Sleepy Hollow. He's not credited either. But he plays like a pretty pretty main role. Yeah, he's got a big role. Yeah, it's so, so I don't know if maybe it was like a, you know, it was like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was like a senator at the time. Dude, he's, didn't a, know about it. he's in Lethal Weapon. I had no idea. Dude, he's in a mil- He yeah. plays a cop in like 20 fucking movies or a sheriff. Tom Mack awesome. is like, he's, he's, in, he's so well known underground, but he's never been like in a... In, in, yeah, he's always he's an like A-list a, star. He's always been like fill and roll, fill and roll. So the the reason I bring up Bruiser, it was a French film that was written and directed by George A. Romero. Okay. Um, and our little friends that you might remember, uh, the Misfits, have a, a scene in it where they're playing. I remember, Shit. I remember our our Nick and Vic or our, our friends growing up. Their older brother brought it over because he was a huge Misfits fan, and he's like, "Hey, the Misfits in this. We have to watch. It. I haven't seen it yet." He popped it in. The movie was good. It was kind of like very American Psycho kind of like on steroids kind of thing. Yeah. But there's this scene with the Misfits and they're, you know, you got Jerry only. Uh, it was Michael Graves at the time. I don't know okay. who the drummer was. And then they're, they're kind of playing. They're playing some song that was made for the movie. And then all of a sudden there's another cut scene where there's another random guitarist that starts doing like backflips and jumps and like the bouncer catches them and throws them out. It's very strange. But Tom Atkins? <laughs> I, I wish. But he, no, he plays... Um, I believe he plays a cop in that one as well. Huh. I don't know why cop role. I I only like him as a cop in uh, Night of the Creeps because he's just like this drunken PTSD. What about uh, asshole? He's he's an asshole and he's great. He plays a good asshole. He's probably the yeah. nicest guy in real life. Too. Yeah. Oh no, I heard he. I heard he actually. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um. Didn't he play not a cop but like a security guard in one of the Escape movies? Was it yeah, Escape? he was in Escape, Escape in New, New York. York. Yeah. 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 Was he? Uh, he wasn't really a cop. He was also a maniac. He was. He was a government. He was government official. Like he was government military in Escape from New York. That's a movie oh, that's I have to revisit. I haven't seen that since oh, I was a kid. I love Escape from New York. Escape. From I New have York. it. I, I got it. I'm ready both. for it. I just got to watch but it. I, and I speaking of, I have a feeling there's another Snake movie coming. Yeah, I have a feeling That'd Kurt Russell. Cool. I'm, I'm pretty sure him and Carpenter are brewing up another Escape. I know there's so many like. I think it's happening. There's so much chatter, but nothing definitive, which sucks. And all right, one last Tom Atkins thing. He uh, he won the Fangoria uh, Hall of Fame winner for 2010. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He's in, yeah. I just looked up his IMDb and literally Dude, like cre- yeah, creep awesome. show? He's in like every horror movie. Creepshow, Halloween, uh, The Fog. He's a creep show. Yeah, yeah, he plays he's small, yeah. such an asshole dad. Speaking <laughs> Dude, of, yeah, he was such so a good good. It doesn't even show that he was in Creep Show when I just looked. He was it up. in the beginning, very first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah not a very big part in that one, but I mean, yeah, he's screaming at his kid, and his kid has not killed. No, I remember I've it's seen good. it. I just don't remember it. Yeah, him. opening scene. It's good. Maybe watch that. I love both <sighs> creep shows. They're both oh, great. Dude, yeah. They're, 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 they're both there's good. a three, believe it or not. Do you know, there's, there's a three, yeah. 
Is, is Stephen King or George A. Romero? I don't think there? any of them are involved, but I'm pretty sure. You know, I could be wrong. I'm going to double check it, but I'm pretty sure they might have been like loosely, loosely involved. But that I would be interested in seeing that. The, the only one. Easter yeah, 2006. egg that I could find something unique is, uh, and I think this is for the My Bloody Valentine 3D version, is if you highlight the word more in the extended and deleted scene menu, then press right once, a heart will appear. No. I don't really know. Who cares? Um, Creep Show Three. My dog didn't move it even a little. Creep Show Three got a 1.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Oh, yeah, I don't so think I've ever seen a movie that low. A 1.5. 1.5. Yeah. And it did come out. It came out in 2006, and I'm pretty sure none of those guys have anything to do with it. You know Probably what? Not. If I made it through My Bloody Valentine, I could make it through. Well, was it like a knockoff? Is it like three E's and Creep or something? Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's, it's the same, man. It's part of the same series. It was probably just a cash grab. They probably own the rights, and they're like, ah, oh, let's do one more. Who cares who's you know, in it? The worst part is it could have been something great, too. You know, If they got some writers together and really did this. I just love that Ned Lizard Nielsen is in my Creep Show. Yeah. That's my favorite part, because he's God. the best. We, we did a whole episode about non-horror episode about Terminator Leslie 2 Nielsen? and Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, Terminator 2 would rule. Terminator <laughs> still has some uh, horror elements, so we can. It does horror sci-fi. There's it's a fine line between, yeah, especially say, the first one. I would say today, today's standards, you would, thrillers are technically should be counted in the the horror mix. Yeah, I mean suspense thriller, thriller whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I would and say sci-fi because sci-fi it's all. It depends what type of the, sci-fi. Well, Aliens is considered sci-fi right, horror. Right. Yeah. I, I, I still think Terminator But like, what about, like, Tron? No, 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 You know no, what no, I mean? No, no. That's, that's a fan. Yeah, there's a fine line between horror and sci-fi and, like, yeah. horror thriller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But within the But I think realm. there's certain movies, yes. definitely. I think, right? I think I think T1. I think T1. Yeah, one. Terminator 1 is definitely... I mean, like, that T1 whole... T1 and T2. They, they all that have That surgery horror. scene. You know what I mean? Like music, too, man. Yeah, I remember Me and Marco always argue. I remember one night out back, we had a fight. I'm like, what... Is there any movie that the sequel's better than the original? Like it, besides T two, and he's like, "Whoa!" Speaking. I lost four my hours mind. later. I lost my mind. <laughs> yeah, four hours later. Don't what? get me wrong. I, I it was funny because I had this discussion the other day with my roommate, and uh, we were talking T one to T two, and he says T two automatically. Everybody yeah. always says T two. Are you are you excited for the new movie coming out though? Uh, it's got Arnold in it, so I'm a little bit pumped. But yeah, it doesn't Sarah mean Sarah Connor. It's Sarah Connor. Yeah, Sarah Connor. Yeah, uh, Linda like, Hamilton. She looks great Linda Hamilton. too, man. Yeah. She, she like the original. Sarah yeah, yeah. Has. Linda Hamilton's coming back. Yeah, dude, this is gonna be good. Mm-hmm. And Arnie will be in it, so they'll, they're gonna see. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. Oh, they'll, yeah, they'll make him look younger. We'll but uh, look, man, I just coming back for a third movie. Yeah, it's going to be great. I just absolutely love the rawness of T one. I think it's just so raw and the way it's yeah, done. It's just, it's you know. Yes, Doug. It is what it is. You can put your hand down. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know Reese from the original Terminator? Yeah. What awesome role was he in in 1992? Western? Oh, he's in Tombstone? Johnny Ringo, man. Oh, he was Johnny Ringo. You're Johnny right. fucking yeah, Ringo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I made that fucking comparison or whatever, like if when yeah. I made that, I'm like... Oh, I forgot. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. And then That's I'm like, Johnny dude, I, I love that movie. I love the T1 even more just because I love whoever plays Johnny, Johnny Ringo, Ringo. dude. Yeah, yeah Johnny Ringo's the fucking man. So. I don't know his actual real name, but it's Reese and Johnny Ringo now. It's I Johnny it Ringo. So, speaking of term, I'm glad you guys brought that up. I bought, uh, the other night I purchased a movie that kind of went under the radar in the theaters too. Another horror movie. It was because it was around all the hype of uh, Halloween, but Upgrade. Yeah, you I guys saw. I love it. It's fucking awesome. It for me, I it's a it's a cross between, and I'm not saying the character himself is a cross between the two, but the story it's just got a little Did bit. Did you of see the, story? 
Story, yeah. Story. The story. Mm-hmm. No more. It's got a little bit. No more Canadian flicks. For <laughs> no more you. Canadian flicks. It has a cross between the storyline of RoboCop and not WolfCop. Not WolfCop. Mm-hmm. RoboCop. RoboCop rules. Yeah, RoboCop's awesome. But that whole storyline, like, it's, with it's, shit. there's a little bit of tragedy in it, revenge, and um, so I would say it's RoboCop meets um, Terminator. In a lot of ways, it's fucking awesome. What, you gotta see what, it. What year did this one come out? Just came out. Oh, just yeah, twenty eighteen. Okay. Oh, upgrade oh, the new Hollow. Okay, it's uh, awesome. But you gotta see it. It's so cool. Oh, where can I? Where can I watch this? I mean, online. You can you can buy it online. You can't watch it. It's not streaming anywhere. I bought it on Netflix, on uh, on iTunes. That's a big thing. Whatever Highly recommend that though. Okay. Awesome. I haven't checked out so currently for February in this month. A uh, couple movies playing right now, horror movies. Uh, it looks like Happy Death Day Two. Looks like garbage. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I haven't seen the first one. I know it's uh, going for four ninety nine on iTunes right now. Yeah. It's I've heard okay things. It's about from it. Bloom. It's you, another Bloomhouse pro- Productions, right? So, but I want to say it's kind of a cheesier version of Scream in a lot of ways. I like the idea. The girl kind of she keeps dying. And there's a lot of ways that she keeps dying and stuff. Um, I don't know. Oh, I, that's the, it's mm. a whole new slasher. He's got the baby face. Like, it kind of... I remember seeing the previews for the new one. It, it did really well. It did really well. And again, though, I'm not... You know, today's crowd is a lot different for... You know, they like a lot of crappy horror movies, so... What's the devil's that's involved? A, that's a good way to get the younger demographic. But sorry. Heck, you guys... Sorry. Sorry. You hate shitty movies. Yeah, no? you hate shitty horror movies. Horror. But I mean, it's true. I, I just... I couldn't really get into the preview, so I haven't given the Happy Death Days a chance. I don't know. I might be surprised, so I might have to check this out, but Happy Death Day 2 is out. Uh, the Prodigy is coming out this month. That, that looks good. I like the kid. He's got half of his face is normal. The other half, he has like this... Kind of like um, is he a fire starter? He, yeah, I know. He's kind of he's kind of got half of his face painted like a skeleton. He's got this misfits slash ghost vibe hmm. in the mat. It's kind of cool. Okay. Um, I heard escape room was actually decent. Is that like panic room? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Is that a remake? But no, you're right. No, panic escape room. room's kind of like you know the fad right now. Everyone's yeah, escape room. It's yeah. pretty much the same thing, but there's a whole plot twist. People said it was a lot like Saw, the twists okay. and stuff. Not so much the gore, uh... but the twists and stuff. I people, I've actually heard it wasn't like a terrible movie. People were like, oh, it's gonna suck. I'll see it, and it turned out to be it's just underrated. Um, so yeah, there's that, and uh, I there's there's not much out for the month of February. Let me just check one more place. There's one one thing that I know is coming up soon. A uh, friend and something else called Piercing. Never couldn't tell you. Came Winter. out February first. Piercing. We have no idea what this is about. Definitely looks like on the front cover. There's like a gimp in a leather suit in the corner. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, I get it. Is that it looks like oh, a gimp? Yeah, in a yeah, suit. Yeah. yeah. It's like is it about like a penile piercing that went wrong with the Prince <laughs> Yeah, Prince I don't know returns. what that's about. But anyway, so those are really the two movies though that are out that are just coming out right now are Prodigy and Piercing. Yeah. So you guys are big fans of it. Uh, the remake? Well, the, all right. So this one here, I did not like the original. Well, I like the remake. So the th- all right. The weird thing is, and I don't want to. I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but um, Liz um, is good friends with someone who's really involved in Pet Cemetery and. 
um, it, and he actually took the original. What's the kid's name? Tommy. I don't know. What's the kid's name from the original it? Uh, from Char- the, Charlie. From the original it. Yeah. The like, main kid. The main. How about kid? the main kid? I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. so yeah. it's it's they, they took him and they're like we're gonna give you X amount and you're gonna shoot for like two days and they actually made a movie about him like forty years later. This is kind of like like a B side project movie, but it yeah, was yeah actually, okay, I heard of that. Yeah, yeah, no, but I, it's, I, it I was actually, it's been um, inducted into like the Boston like Sundance Festival equivalent or whatever. But this 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 guy, one of Liz's friends, really like he's got all kinds of signed memorabilia, like knows. And interviewed well, all the people. He's you're, not. You're not the main kid. You're talking about the kid who was killed in the raincoat in the beginning. He's like it's like the most. George, George, Georgie. Yeah, Georgie. Georgie. Yeah. The, so it's the, the brother, actual the little act, brother. The, the actual actor that played Georgie. So it's like Georgie forty years later. It's the actual actor. Yeah. yeah forty years yeah, later, yeah, yeah, and it kind yeah, of plays yeah. the story of how. So it, it, it's uh, how would Georgie be forty years? Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's, cool. It's kind of has a. a I guess the story uh, is really good that he wrote, and then like the backstory of. Georgie himself, that like yeah. in real life, is really interesting too. I'll get more details on this for the next nice. one. No, that's cool. But uh, I, I thought that was kind of a cool little little nugget. Very cool. To look forward to. I know it's not going to be out, in, you know, uh, public for a while. Only in like no, like, sure. It's probably festivals. like a yeah. It's probably small festival. Yeah, they're gonna do like a, you know. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. It'll go release get, right to. It'll go digital and yeah. You get an award like here. You go to another festival. Get an award there, and then all of a sudden it gets this and that. And but I'll get more details on that. But I thought that was kind of cool. Sounds good. Rock and metal talk. Sure. I'll let Marco. Yeah, man. I just uh, have some cool tour announcements. Uh, Dark Funeral, Incantation, Hate, and uh, what's the other band? Uh, Belfagor. Belfagor. Are all touring together, which is sick. Sick black metal tour. Playing some smaller venues, too. Yeah, playing some real small. They're playing the Middle East in Cambridge, which is the one I'll be attending. Um, Awesome man. Uh, Sacred Reich on tour with Iron Reagan. Yep, and leeway hardcore crossover legends, and and the other band opening for them. Do you remember Diamond Plate? I remember you remember Diamond Plate, right? I know who yeah, Diamond yeah. Plate is. Yeah, they played they played Barge to Hell that me and Marco went on, but I missed them. Yeah, those dudes were like um, sixteen. They were yeah at the time they sixteen prodigy. Yeah, yeah, they were gonna kids. be like the next big thing for Thrash. So they they kind of did their thing. They didn't really amount to anything. I hate to say it. They were great on cool dudes, and they're great on the cruise that we went on. But the, the, the blonde kid that was like 16 in the videos, he started his own thrash band. That's who is opening for this okay. Sacred Reich show. So he's still trying to go for it. Oh, Enforced? Enforced. Enforced, yeah. Because yeah. it's Enforced, Leeway, Sacred Reich, Iron Reagan. Yeah. Yes, so That's it's cool. So that show is going to be excellent. It's good to see Sacred Reich actually doing some stuff. They played Boston, what, about a year ago or whatever. Yeah. A year and a half ago, we went to that show. Me and Doug went to that show. I'm excited to see them. I don't say a smaller venue because they didn't play the biggest venue before. Well, they played even closer. A, a, no, it's still a bigger venue, I think. I think what, I once? think once is bigger than Brighton Musical. I'm pretty it sure. It doesn't have an... Well, they're probably equivalent. Brighton's a better better venue, though. Yeah. Uh, another good thing, too, is uh, Eric Rutan got announced as the live replacement for Pat uh, O'Brien, Cannibal Corpse, you know, the dude who went insane and... Yeah, lit his house on fire and had twelve skulls and forty two like guns, flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. They, flame they, they found yeah. flamethrowers yeah. in his house, but they were all legally owned. Man. No, they were. They were. That's fine. Uh, in Florida, you can own anything apparently. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, but <laughs> but Eric Rutan uh, from Hate Eternal slash yes. Morbid Angel, King of All slash uh, you know produced a million death metal records uh, is joining them for their tour. Um, Probably permanently. It's pretty much all I got. The other thing is Ozzy, man. What's up with Ozzy? Doug, you got this? He's just old. Yeah. Yeah, he's been... 
I know we had some canceled some tours a while or not tours, but some shows a while back because of what, like a finger infection, something like that. Yeah, and, then, and then just recently I heard that he um, had was hospitalized due to um, uh, flu uh, complications, and then he was doing better and out, and now he's back in intensive care but, because. And then he had a coughing fit and burst a blood vessel in his eye. Oh Jesus. Yeah, and then he went I, back in, and he was put in intensive care um, because they think he has pneumonia, which I'm pretty sure he has pneumonia. That's what it was. Yeah, they were, they were afraid. But of, he's over. Like he's over the worst part of it. So, but it's just I crazy. Know. I mean, hey, it's unfortunately our uh, music gods are they're getting older. Just I, like the priest, man, Judas Priest, all these great bands. You know, we already lost. Like we were saying earlier, we lost Ronnie James Dio already. Yeah, Lemmy I mean, Kilmeister. Lemmy's gone. I mean, who, who's like we're saying? Who's left? We got we got Ozzy and we got yeah, Halford and Halford. I mean, who, besides Dickinson. that, who's Dickinson? Uh, so so yeah. So the thing is, speaking of, there's one band um, that's coming up, and they're they're more like a hard rock band. So for you people that are that enjoy hard rock, um, there's a band called Deadland Ritual that are going to be putting out an album. I think this year. It's the one of the drummers, not the original drummer, not Steve Adler, but um, Matt Sorum from Guns N' Roses, uh, the guitar player from Billy Idol, which is a shock to me, like totally doing something different, mm. and um, the singer is a no-name singer. This is actually kind of his first breakthrough, and uh, Geezer Butler from Black Sabbath on bass, and it's really good shit, man. It sounds like a combination of, I would say, like. Soundgarden and Alice in Chains. It's going to be kind of grungy, but not in a bad way. It's just very straightforward hard rock. And, and I, Geezer Butler is just killing it. I guess he retired after Sabbath retired. He's like, well, I went home and I couldn't stand staring at the walls. So he's like, I just joined a band again. Back Dude, out on the road. I don't. They've done... I don't blame him. They, he, he's 70s, done it his whole like, life, you know? Yeah. He loves music, he loves playing, he loves... I think if we lose anybody, it'll be out of, like, Sabbath, not to be morbid, but it's like, I think it would be Bill Ward, because he's got a terrible heart. He's he still, can't... He's still alive. Yeah, he's yeah alive. He's I, I thought he, he does, like, a podcast, too. And, uh, he, I thought he... His, oh. his problem was... That's why he couldn't... It was his whole thing, but he couldn't get back in Sabbath. They didn't want him back, because he couldn't really play drums anymore. He had... He had heart surgery. Well, when you have problems. a thousand, hundred thousand dollar like cocaine budget for your yeah, record, you know bad. what the uh, uh, Tony Iommi's come back from the dead. That guy had. I'm still pretty sure he's still battling cancer. I think so. Yeah, just can't can't kill him. Dude, he's, uh, once uh, I, I yeah, once it, but, black anybody from Black Sabbath goes, man. Those guys I are. Mean, Ozzy will be a total tragedy, but Tony Iommi's just the Godfather. Yeah, you know he's the His sound lips lead. They are the foundation of everything hard rock and heavy metal. <laughs> Yeah, not not to quote sure. Rob Zombie, but battle, yeah. not to quote Rob Zombie, but he said it best. Like the like Black Sabbath pretty much wrote every riff, whether it slowed down oh, or sped oh, yeah. up. They've, well, they've, they've written every riff. They've, they've written it all. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, High on Fire won uh, Grammy, which was cool. They beat out uh, Under Oath. Um, a lot of the mainstream stuff, yeah. Trivium, yeah. all those. Trivium, things. yeah. A couple. I just read it too, and I shut it down. But uh, it was cool. Matt Pike finally gets something. An underrated hip metal band. That- yeah. Yeah, it's good to get for, some for of the people recognition. Yeah, and the Grammys suck anyway, so it is what yeah. it is. And I, you know, I'm a I'm a massive Zeppelin fan. I didn't mind this band of kids, and that's like the biggest thing right now. Is now Five Finger Death Punch finally can step out of the shadow. They can finally walk away and not be made fun of because it's now Greta Van Fleet. Everybody hates. Sorry, we're still gonna make fun of Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah, you're still. <laughs> we're still gonna make fun. Yeah, of man. 
fucking. And they're actually. It's funny. They're coming to New Hampshire. I'm like, of course they're coming. Where are they playing? Uh, Guilford. No, the place where we saw Slayer. Oh, Mm -hmm. which is actually excellent arena venue. In nineteen yeah. nine, when they first came out, I liked the first because I liked the guitar player from Wasp was in it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm like I could this isn't that bad." And then it just every record got worse. It just it got really bad. What are like, we talking about? A five finger death. Punch. Oh, like what worse as in like that. more just more rocky or more pop or more no, just not his lyrics just a different. Are, it's just his lyrics are like really bad version of Pantera, which is exactly what they're trying. Yeah, to but they like Terra. Pantera is actually good. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just yeah. a, I said a bad version of Pantera. Terrible. So I mean, uh, and then uh, oh, that's because yeah, that's right. You're a big. Uh, Exhorter fan. Exhorter fan, yeah. Uh, I love me some Pantera, but yeah, not, as, not as much as others. And speaking of the fucking, the Grammys, or was it the Grammys? Yeah, I think it was the Grammys when they went over this whole memoriam of people oh, who yeah, passed. They skipped, out, Vin- on, they uh, skipped out on Vinnie Paul. They skipped out on Vinnie Paul? Yeah, they did. Oh. Yeah. Dude, r- Why? Because metal still... Yeah, they did the same thing to... Ah, oh, man. I'm going to draw a blank. They did the same thing to somebody else oh, um, years back. Hammond. Jeff Hanneman, right? Yeah, Jeff Hanneman. That's Metal right, correct, still, correct. It's That's not it. respected That's... in American pop culture. Yeah, well, especially the Grammys don't look at it as, like, viable music. It's just, yeah. like, it's an underground thing. It'll remain underground. It is what it is, you know? And, yeah, it's, I don't they don't, they and don't, I honestly hope it does, because I like it in an underground place. Uh, you I do. Know, I enjoy it there. And this, You're right. 100%. The I same but it does, but it, you know what? It deserves It deserves a spotlight. Just, just this once, though. Fuck I, I mean, I think fuck? it had its spotlight, but the Grammys never acknowledged. I mean, the 80s was huge for metal. No, it was huge for Jethro Tull. <laughs> no, no. They, well, they won the stupid award, but in general... like and the best oh, metal no. album of 1988 yeah. goes Even if they don't go into a huge like thing about him, they at least give him a proper memorial for a two-second passing on the screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least right. They but, don't have to do like a like a 30-minute a in-depth thing on pain. You know, at least give him some... Some memorial. But what I mean know? by the 80s, man, sure. I mean, like, these bands were actually selling, like, like arenas, man. If you put, like, Megadeth and, like, a couple other bands together, they were doing great. I mean, they still do to this day because it's Megadeth. Always love Megadeth. Uh, but Metallica, <laughs> Slayer. I mean, yeah, Metallica <laughs> did all right, too, but, you know. <laughs> but then you had, like, the bands like Motley Crue, too, representing that side of metal. Guns N' Roses, if you consider them metal. I mean, some people do, some people don't. I really don't, personally. I don't, but. I think they're more hard rock they're band. They're more hard rock band. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm just glad. I forget. Where the hell were we? We're talking about uh, Grammys, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just glad High on Fire won. Matt Pike, that's what it comes back to. I'm, I'm very excited about that. I so, think it's cool. Yeah, I'm not even a big High on Fire fan, but... No, I couldn't I'm name glad. one song. But I'm glad it, I'm glad somebody won it that was more underground. I do yes. like um, the song High on Fire off the album. High on Fire by the band High on Fire. Yeah, you go. Yeah, High on Fire by High on Fire and High on Fire. Do they have you a song called High on Fire? No, I don't know. I'm just... I'm, I'm just Going off my bed. When I think knowledge. of High on Fire, I unfortunately I just I think of like Macedon. You know, it's kind of that vi- that vein. But who 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 came out first? Was High on Fire? Uh, I think Macedon. I think I don't really? know, man. That see these well, remission. Are... I don't know when remission remission came out. Yeah, they're yeah. roughly. It, it's if I'm gonna take a guess at it, because these bands really ate to, my style. Apples uh, to apples. What's going on here? You have to excuse us. Doug is indisposed this evening. <laughs> Who has an alarm on their fridge? <laughs> but like, hey. What are we out of time for our fucking podcast? Now the fridge is open. Fuck and it. anyway, anybody listen to anything cool this month? I've, I've been listening to a lot of death. 
a lot of death. So yeah. you've gone off your old school heavy metal into a little bit of death. Yeah, metal. it's weird. I just I moved over to death. Yeah, it's probably because I was on uh, my Opeth little chat room, whatever. And this, this uh, it might not even be from the Opeth chat room, but there's this massive list of like best death metal album of all time. And I know this is going to make you cringe because you being the world's biggest death metal fan. So there's this massive death metal roster, right? It was like this album versus this album. And every every like or, or love or whatever, the more likes and loves for whatever record would move it on. Mm. So right now it's down to two records when I know you would disagree. But it's down to Sound of Perseverance. It's a great record, but death. I disagree. And um, Blackwater Park from Opeth, which I totally disagree. Which is fine. No, that's fine. Yeah. But it for me, I'm like these are two of my favorite records. So see, I can't even decide. Yeah, I have see, a hard time with that. Man, if you have to break it down top two, it's it's hard for me. But uh, like honestly, just off the top of my head, I mean, I think Alters of Madness is better than both those records. Morbid Angel. I think Leprosy you, by you Death know what's is funny better. Though, if you talk to like Michael from Opeth, he would tell you. That's probably one of his favorite records. And you, yeah, because that album right. fucking rules, man. It's just so different for its time. Album, a lot of their death metal elements, they've come out and said it comes from those guys. Yep. All the men is fucking... Yeah, great. it's one of the greatest albums ever created in the face of the planet. To me, you know? No, I mean, I know... No. I noticed... I know... I've not noticed. I know that everybody has different opinions. Now, the original and, singer's you know, not in the band that. anymore, right? No, he's gone. David it's uh, Steve Tucker now. Yeah. yeah. But he's starting a new band. Uh, well, he's doing I Am Morbid, which is pretty much him doing... You know, first no, 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 no. But yeah, but it was like a country band. I know we've got into like country. Yeah. And then he's in a metal band too. I can't it, remember the name. There's a new metal yeah. band that's being oh, formed. Really? Yeah. I can't remember. I'll look it up yeah. if uh, we have enough time and I'll check it out. But just so are you saying that he can't play in the style of how he played? Uh, I'm sure he could. Back in the 80s? But I, I, I did something. Whenever I see Morbid Angel, if it's with Tucker versus Vincent, I always go Vincent. I don't make the effort because I know they're coming. That's another show. Uh, um, Morbid Angel Incantation Incantation I think we talked about this last time Or is is it Incantation and Blood Incantation? No, 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 no. Immolation It's Immolation, not Incantation Immolation, yeah, yeah So yeah, it's yeah. Blood Incantation Which is one of my favorite new up-and-coming um, Like Death metal bands But not death metal in the In the in the, the same vein as like we think It's more like Kind of technical A little more off the beaten yeah. path um, But that's another show that's coming out Dude, there's so many shows coming out It's stupid and so we, I, I remember I put out a post a little while ago, seeing if anybody had any cool stories. We wanted to incorporate some cool rock or metal stories that all of you have experienced. I mean, for those of you listening, you listen to our bullshit. We wanted to see if, if uh, anybody wanted to share anything with us. And I could uh, read it, you know, over the air. And I would love to share your stories. So please, by all means, if you have anything you want to share, um, we'd love to hear it. Vintage Burn Podcast at gmail.com. Just send us a quick clip. You don't have to write a story, but just a quick synopsis of something, a memory. Maybe you met your favorite artist. Um, maybe you had a, just like a cool pregame with some friends before a show, but we want to hear. And it could be, you know, anything again, rock or metal uh, related. And the only person who submitted something was, um, and thanks for doing this, by the way. Our buddy Pentikus, he submitted. Uh, Doug, I don't, I don't even remember if you were here or not. I bet you were. But we went to a show at the Palladium. Uh, he says, "Can't remember the year." However, we were going to see Children of Bodom. Yes. We packed nine of us in my Chevy Blazer and trekked to the Palladium. Uh, this was the night where Kev gave Alexi a beer. Yeah, and he didn't drink it <laughs> at the meet and greet table. You know Is that what? what he was trying to get sober? 
That's I, when he was trying to get silver. Is that what it was? So yeah, yeah, you yeah. bought the uh, motherfucker. You were so into them and had so much respect for Lexi. And I remember sitting and waiting and buying the beer. And I was drunk. And we were already half in the bag. I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, he's because you know every photo you see, oh, Lexi Wildchild. He does shots and he drinks beers and stuff. So I'm sitting like an idiot in line, excited. And I get up to the table and I'm like, yeah, dude, let's chug these beers. And he just like was like looking at me and like, like just yeah. held the beer up he, and like and then put it to the side. Yeah, and put it to the side and, and side stuff. And I was so fucking disappointed in him. He could at least. I mean, I, I, I get it. He was trying to get sober at the time. But I didn't least, know that. I didn't even know. No, that. I didn't know that either. Well, until like after. I mean, I know there was a. Oh shit. Well, but I know that there was a point where he was getting like really, really super hammered, and then he stopped. It. Like that could have been that point. I don't know if it was I, I, years I, don't, or even I don't even know. Dude, that's know, actually a really good story. He needs to get hammered again because they suck now. <laughs> Should well, he get blood drunk? Listen, listen oh. to their new, listen to their new tune. Their new tune's reminiscent of their old stuff. Yeah. Is, he, is he drinking again? Is I don't right? know. But they just released it. And go back old, real quick. How old are they talking? Are we talking there? Like how far back? I'm talking like Hate Breeder era, like, like down, Fall of the Reaper down, and stuff. Okay, yeah, okay. Downfall down that down. era. But real quick, uh, back to Dave Vincent for two seconds. His name is, uh, I think it's Vultimus. How do you say that? V l t i m a s. Vultimus. Uh, I don't even know because it's yeah, yeah something silent. Yeah. So anyway, V L T I M A S. Yeah, Vlitmus, whatever the hell. But uh, it features David Vincent, uh, Blasphema Erickson from Mayhem or Noir, and Flo Mornier. Anybody know who Flo Mornier is? No, no. It sounds like a the, the drummer Cryptopsy, one of the greatest drummers freaking oh. over here out there. It sounded like a fucking but that's soap that I one. That's cool. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, have they put anything out or? No, no. They just formed. Like a week ago, it got announced. I think that's what Kevin was uh, drawn on. Wait, so they announced that they were together? Yes. But not that, like, hey, we've been together secretly and we have... No, they just announced that they formed. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, isn't it? They do that that all the time. No, that's douchey, though. It should be like, hey, we secretly formed and we have an EP coming out. Well, they probably put out a press release to gain, like, people anticipation, you would think? Yeah. So they want to anticipate like something coming out that, from them or them coming around live. That's weird. Like when, when like the Gathering Testament came out, it wasn't like, hey, we're taking all these people and doing the super album. It was like they came out and it was, you know what I mean? It just seems. But weird. it was also 1999 when they would have announced that, and it was a lot different time, Douglas. <laughs> but I've never seen a band <laughs> in, in, announce that we're a group now and we're going to write stuff. I see so it all the time. Us. I don't know. I don't know what you're reading, but all the time, dude, it happens constantly. I want proof. I'll show you proof. I'll show you the next time it happens. How's that? Because it happens all the time. When they break up and reform, they'll do another one and they'll tell me. All the time. Oh, shit. But, anything else? I think that's it. There Got was, it all wrapped up? I mean, yeah. I don't know what we're doing for time, but there was one small thing I, I thought we would mention. Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Uh, I don't know who. I don't know anything about the movie. I haven't seen it. I want to. I saw it. It was, it was great. Was it? Uh, yeah, who, it was who's, do you remember the actor that played? No idea. Malik something so he i guess he got shit or he got like nominated and unnominated because he didn't actually sing even though he acted he didn't sing do you are you familiar with this right people were it was funny people were saying oh he sounds just like freddie mercury i'm like mm, i'm pretty sure that is because yeah, freddie that mercury. is freddie mercury and he, he was not singing but he did do a great job at looking just like yeah the so, teeth and everything yeah so they kind of like i think they t- stripped his uh acting nominee even though he didn't sing is that true He's a fucking actor. Yeah, he's yeah. Not a God but that was a singer. You but know? that was the thing. That's it's ridiculous. like he's acting as a singer. He's not singing. You know what? He won't care because the, he's. This is going to propel him into other great 
rules mm, and I, I, I think yeah. so too. We, so I, the dude was in the okay, you know the dude was in the Twilight movies. My wife watched him a hundred times. Which one my was wife. what was in the Twilight? He was Doug knows. he was in the one towards the end. Fucking He's God. he was um Did he sparkle? <laughs> team Edward. <laughs> what team was he on? I have no he, idea. he was a vampire, so Team Edward. Oh, okay. He's he's in the movie. He's like one of the when lost. they're getting ready for battle in the last like two movies. He's, when they're playing baseball, he's like one of the ones that's like I can build a wall out of sand or I can manipulate water. Yeah, he could like take the water and turn it into a giant tidal wave and stuff. Pretty sure that that's it. Okay. All right. So, so anyway, something is it is his first name Malik or his second name? I don't know. Anyway, we'll just call Malik Malik. Yeah, Malik Malik. He's a good actor. But but anyway, uh, just on the subject, Queen in general um, has influenced a ton of bands. I agree um, with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just because I, I I was listening to Ryan Dave. May's like a sick progressive rock guitar. Yeah. Player. You yeah. guys got to watch that movie, man. I know it's I, a fantastic. It's not. I just wanted to, list. I wanted to wait till. And if you watch uh, the end scene, uh, it's not really a big spoiler. It's just it's just it's him doing a concert at the end, and you can tell it's Freddie Mercury. Like you can tell. I mean, like this, no doubt about it. You know, this the, the voice is obviously Freddie. It's like literally taking taken from the concert and, mm. and put onto the show, and it's just him. But he mimics every move. If you watch like the movie portion and yeah. the YouTube video side by side of him doing, you know, uh, the, the, that actual show, uh, I forget what it is. It's one of the uh, USA for Africa ones. I can't remember, but uh, anyway. Um, it, he does the motions. Everything's exact. All it's insane. Yeah, stuff. it's insane. Yeah. So he does a really good job acting it out. Yeah, that's... Now, how the hell do you think he's going to achieve Freddie Mercury's voice? Freddie Mercury's known for having, you know, to some, to, to a lot of people, the greatest voice in, like, rock history. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. mind just of that time. Like, history. Yeah. And, and I agree. Like, His voice is freaking excellent, but... All that money, he never fixed his teeth. Sorry. Uh, but anyway. he... So, a- apparently, the reason behind that was that he... It... it um. If he if he had fixed his teeth, it would have changed his his voice, Makes the sound sense, of his yeah. voice. Really? Yeah, I'm not. That's, that's no shit. Okay. I saw an interview with um, oh, poor poor Malik Malik whatever his name is. <laughs> Malik, he was Malik. saying they had said to him like, "Do you know why Freddie Mercury never?" And they said because his teeth were so big, and it he had honed his craft with his voice that they had the doctors had said it is going to change your voice slightly. Couldn't it might have not you know seriously he it, it might not have done much to his sound. But it was enough for him to say, dude, I've... Don't, like, don't Look how much money I'm making on yeah. my voice. There's no reason to fuck with it. His name is uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Rami Malek, yeah. Um, but a few notable covers. Obviously, Metallica, Stone Cold Crazy, yeah. uh, Hollow's Eve, uh, Sheer Heart Attack. And I know countless other bands. No, there's so many. There's so many. And it's just that they were... I, I don't want to say ahead of their time, but they, they were. And they, they, they had that influence. But... All right, well, on that note, follow us on Facebook. Please like, subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play, which we have no subscribers. We definitely have a great following on iTunes right now, so thank you so much for everybody who's actually listening to our stuff. Podbean as well. Yeah, Podbean, we're getting popular. So thank you guys so much for subscribing, liking, downloading. It means a lot to us. Keep it going. We're hoping to get into some other things this year, maybe think about t-shirts and stuff. Um, So we really do appreciate all the support. If you have anything, and I mean any story that you want to share with us, please just drop us a line. Again, it's at vintageburnpodcast at gmail.com. I'll probably put it in the episode notes. 
We'd really love to hear some stories throughout your life. I'm sure some people have uh, you know, some really cool things that they've, they've done at shows or people that they've met along the way. All right, on that note, happy bloody Valentine's month to all of you lovers out there. We're going to go, or I'm going to go finish watching these knuckleheads drink fucking moosehead. You're going to join us. But we want your comments, even if they're stupid. Don't be stupid. No. Have a good night. Peace. You know, try not to say any fucked up shit for this podcast so I know I'm being recorded. Uh. <laughs> I'm sick of getting my uh, quotes up there about big bushes. <laughs> and wet farts. <laughs> <laughs>